0: Alright people, Multitasking Mama here. Oh yeah, by the way, (laughs) welcome to another bite-sized edition of Awaken the Extraordinary. My name is Christy, I am your host, and thank you so much for being here. Now, back to Multitasking Mama. I am on my way to pick up my kid from daycare, and this is gonna be a car chronicles episode. So I follow Candace Cameron Bure on Instagram and she'll occasionally record stories in her car and she calls them Candace's car chronicles. So I'm like, well, how about Christie's car chronicles? So here we are. If this is your first time listening, yes, I can be a bit of a spaz and kind of quirky and I'm totally okay with it. And if you are not a first time listener, then this should seriously come as no surprise to you. So anyway, um, bite size edition, very true because I have like 10 minutes to get to my son's daycare. So what I wanted to talk about in this bite size episode is the whole kind of mindset or philosophy of, well, it could always be worse things could always be worse. And I find that we say that a lot. Um, You know, if you have a crappy situation and you're talking about it, so let's say you come home and a pipe burst in your house and you're recounting it to someone and you're like, but it could always be worse. Or someone says that to you, right? Like, let's say you come home and your pipe has burst, and you're recounting the situation and saying, like, "Oh my gosh, like so much of my stuff has been ruined." And you know, you're talking to a friend, and they're like, "Well, yeah, but it could always be worse." Well, of course, like, unless there's like the end of the world, things can always be worse. And I feel like. A lot of times there is good intent behind someone saying that or even you yourself saying that. It's like, yes, I'm acknowledging like what is sucking about my life or this unfortunate circumstance, but I am also saying like, it could always be worse. But what kind of annoys me about this and people saying this, it's... Feels to me like an invalidation of someone's experience. Like, just because something could be worse doesn't minimize the discomfort or the strain or the stress or the pain that you're presently experiencing. And I'll give you like a personal example. So, when I was like 14 or 16, um, my periods were like super irregular. And my mom decided that was not normal and took me to an OBGYN and they put me on like pure estrogen. So I had like quote unquote normal teenage acne, but after getting on estrogen, my face like it was awful. It it was so humiliating, like I had cystic acne. I didn't want to leave the house. I was so embarrassed because, you know, little pimples and stuff, like y- you get it, right? Like it's just, so many teenagers have it. Although the teenagers nowadays, I'm like, you're just like beautiful. Maybe under all that makeup you have pimples. I don't know, but it's just like teenage girls now do not look like the teenage girls that I grew up with back in the day. But you know, like you're going through this, this time where you're typically really self conscious and my, my acne, like there was like, there was no way you could miss it. And I remember like, even in Spanish class, my Spanish teacher like asked me in Spanish, like what's, what's going on with your face? And it was so embarrassing because it was like someone actually like verbally acknowledged, like what was happening on my face and the kids were all super polite and respectful like nobody that I ever heard of like made fun of me like I I really don't feel like the kids that I interacted with like treated me any differently like if they said something behind my back I wasn't aware of it but it was just awful like I would sit there and I would rest my hand um, rest my head on my face or rest my head like on my hand. And like my face would ooze and it was just, it was awful. And so I always had to have tissue to blot my face. And so I do have like scarring from that. And as a kid, like my mom would always like look at other girls and go, Oh, well look, her skin is worse than yours. Her skin is worse than yours. And I understood that she was trying to help me not feel like this hideous monster, but it also felt really invalidating because it was like, I don't give a shit. If that girl's skin is worse than mine, I I'm not her. I'm me and what I'm experiencing and the embarrassment and the humiliation and just feeling like unattractive at one of like the most awkward times of your life. Like that's what matters to me. I don't give a shit about this girl. And if her skin is worse than me, like mine, I don't care. All I know is that what I'm experiencing and what I'm feeling like as it's relevant to me. And there were so many times growing up where my feelings were invalidated. Like how I felt was not important because someone else always had it worse. Like I couldn't be tired because my mom was always more tired. Like It's just that whole, like it could always be worse or someone always has it worse. Of course, of course there's going to be people that have it worse. But just because, like let's say you're diagnosed with cancer and you have stage two cancer, but that person over there has stage four, does that minimize everything that you're feeling? Does that minimize your experience just because someone has it worse? Or it could be worse. I don't think it does. I think you can express gratitude for, okay, well, I have stage two cancer. At least it's not stage four. Like, I think you can express gratitude for something not being worse. But I think it's also really important to validate your own feelings and your own experiences because that matters what you're feeling and what you're experiencing. It matters. And just because something could be worse off doesn't minimize what you're feeling and what you're experiencing because that is your reality. And so it drives me crazy when I hear people saying like, well, it could always be worse. Of course it fucking could. But should I feel better because it could always be worse and it's not? Like, again, I could be thankful for it not being worse. But what I may be experiencing or feeling in that moment is still pretty shitty and crappy. And I don't like feeling that way. And so I feel like it's so important to just acknowledge what it is you're experiencing. And maybe not shrug it off with... Well, it could always be worse. And my husband and I were talking about this, and he's like, Well, I think, you know, it's effective for certain people. And I said, You know what? I absolutely agree. And why am I, like, I guess, sensitive to that? Because of how I grew up. Right? Like, it was invalidating my feelings and my experiences. So I am very sensitive to that. And there are other people where, That's probably not the case. And if that's you, that's great. But I feel like often when we say, well, it could be worse. Things could be worse. We're not giving ourselves permission to just feel what it is we're feeling so that we can actually move through it. So I feel like when we do say, well, things could always be worse. Maybe. We're not giving ourselves the space we need to process what we're feeling and move through it. Maybe it's simply sweeping it like to the side or under the rug and kind of leaving potential for it to build up and maybe get tripped on later. So if this resonates with you, great. If it doesn't, that's totally okay too. But I just wanted to share my thoughts and my perspective on this because what you're feeling and what you're experiencing, if it sucks, it does matter and it can always be worse, but it doesn't take away necessarily the pain and discomfort that you're presently experiencing. So I am here to pick up my kid. Thank you so much as always for listening. I appreciate you so much and I'll talk with you soon.